Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider Weekend Recap Podcast presented by Hawks Coffee Shop. We're uh, live doing the podcast right now over at Hawks. We'd like to thank uh, Cindy for her great sponsorship and support uh, throughout this football season. And uh, Mitch, uh, getting close, inching closer here to playoffs and uh, really uh, some interesting games and uh, some that just flat got away from some opponents. But uh, let's start a little bit of a rewind. Um, uh, Cole Ritchie, who's had just a magnificent season, uh, leads East to a 60-28 to victory Thursday night over Des Moines Roosevelt. And, uh, you know, uh, this defense for East has been there all year long. They created a lot of havoc early on, and uh, East just – Simply, uh, they, they got after it quickly, built up a 46-6 to halftime lead, and that was all she wrote. And I, I was at the game and uh, called it for Metro Sports, and just even just watching it unfold, you know, it just seemed like almost every time Richie rolled out to pass, Jacobson was open, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, went into the run game, too. Uh, I thought Wabernick and Shawshaw did a really good job. And then Emerson, even, too, uh, towards the later part of the second half, uh, gave him a, a little bit of a spark, a quick, Quickness off the edge too. Yep. And uh, you don't, you know, defense wins championships, but you know it's really nice to see this offense come around. And you know, and last year Richie in his last game, in his well, his first start in the last game that they had, set an East record with seven touchdown passes, and he comes out this year in his second to last game uh, at home for for East High as they play uh, host to West. Are they get hosted by West next week? Um, <clears throat> throws eight touchdown passes, you know, 20 and 29 through the air, eight touchdowns, 320 yards. Yeah. Literally couldn't do anything wrong if you were east high. Um, they did get the the touchdown that was scored in that game was actually um, off of Richie's foot. They tried a, a yes. quarterback pooch yeah. punt, and it was recovered and, and taken in and for a touchdown. So mm-hmm. um, I guess if that's the one phase of the game that they need to, to work on is uh, – a little bit of special teams, but I don't see Richie punting the ball anytime soon. And right. uh, you know, East looks poisoned. They, they got a game that they're playing next uh, next Friday that could get very ugly very fast, as we saw um, North take advantage of West earlier uh, this week as well. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, you know, Cole has now has after Thursday night 2,200 passing yards, which is good um, heading into tomorrow night, pending some stats, but. I think he's pretty safe there. He's he's at number two in uh, total yardage in the state passing for 5A. So great job out of him and another great job by that defensive front, uh, Wells, Pittenger, uh, Wavernick, Shawsow, um, Tope made a nice play. Yeah, had a pick six. Yep. Uh, Pittenger, I believe, led leads all of 5A and – Tackles for loss. Yes, he does. Tackle, yep. And he did pick up, I think, three tackles for loss, two yeah. sacks. And, and it was cool because he's got on tape now. He played some defense. He played defensive end. Yep. Um, and then he had been playing inside. But I really liked his, uh, the repertoire of his moves on the outside there. Um, he's got a pretty good bag of tricks there that he uses on the outside. I'll be curious to see if they stay with that and keep him outside on one end, and then you got Wells on the backside on the other because Gretkin inside and Hogan Camp really played well. So, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, pick they, your poison. Yeah, right on that exactly. D-line. Yeah, so they're going to cause problems for a lot of teams. Uh, you know, uh, as you mentioned, uh, East uh, will be taking on West next Friday night at Olsen Stadium. Um, 
And then, Mitch, you had the pleasure of calling this next game uh, last night. Uh, Sioux City North um, hammered Sioux City West 70 to nothing. I don't know if hammered is the correct word, Marty. I, <laughs> I thought the game was going to be uh, a little bit closer, you know, I sure being did. a rivalry game. Yeah. And I'd like to apologize to the North Faithful because this game was without a doubt a route for Sioux City North. And, uh, you know, great game. We talked about the run attack, and we even talked about it on the, the on air on the broadcast. Is, mm-hmm. You know, what team is going to be able to run the ball better is going to be able to win this game. And, you know, they had a game plan in, and Strobian, I think, has looked the best that I've seen in his, uh, you know, little tenure at, at North. Uh, yeah. Every ball that he had, granted, he did have some um, pretty wide open receivers, Hesse, um, and he had a, a couple other targets, uh, yeah, Turner, he, I believe. Has he had a really nice game? Very nice game. Yeah. Uh, but he, I mean, he just effortlessly he missed uh, Soldati on a couple passes mm-hmm. early on, uh, and then connected with him on a screenplay. But everything in the rep- repertoire for the offense for North was working. They got a couple onside kicks to go their way. I mean, literally, it was a, a, a pick for them on whatever they wanted to do. They were able to do it. And, and West basically just rolled over and, and played dead. And that's, that's what I saw. I've never seen a team come out in a rivalry game like that and just be as flat as, as I saw West. Um, and then, you know, we talk about it. They have to take on a team that's, that went in already and played a head-to-head against North and, and beat them up uh, on the defensive side. You play that game on, on Friday, and I can't sit here and tell you that I think a different outcome is going to happen. I, there's going to be running clock before halftime. Mm-hmm. And this game might be even uglier than 70 to nothing next week. Yeah, it has the potential to do that. And, uh, you know, you got to think about East, though, too. You know, get their lead, hold on to it, get those kids on the bench. I mean, Absolutely. the last yeah, thing you, you want is a, you don't want a turned ankle or anything like that heading into the postseason. So, um, good job out of North there. Uh, next game we're going to check in on uh, last night, Sergeant Bluff and Bishop Helan. Uh, had kind of a firefight, Mitch. I wasn't expecting it. Um, Sergeant Bluff was victorious, 45 to 28. A um, lot of big plays in this game. Um, uh, Tyler Smith had a great game. Uh, Isaiah Favors at Bishop Helan. I mean, I, this kid's good, and you know he kind of last night was so to speak a coming out party for him. I mean, he's played well all year, but. He's capable of these big plays, you know. Uh, just a junior, uh, extremely talented kid. And uh, this was a hard-fought game uh, for Sergeant Bluff. Uh, took advantage of playing at home. And, uh, you know, they've got a they've got a streak going now over Bishop Heelan, Mitch. Yeah, and uh, the, the streak continues. I believe that's nine straight for Sergeant Bluff over Heelan. And, uh, you know, it just – the we t- Ellington had himself a pretty good game. Yeah. Tyler Smith with his legs. Right. I mean, uh, through the air did really well uh, too, but with his legs added on uh, an extra element and to be able to see him escape the pocket and do what he does so well. Yeah. Um, that's the 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 quarterback that he is. I mean. Yeah. He, he can he can throw a great ball downfield. You know he can read defense. They always put the, the the hit on him that he's a little smaller. Yeah. But what he's able to do when he improvises is when he gets forced outside of the pocket. Um, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that are able to do that, and he's no. you know, got a, a, a thicker frame to where he's able to, yeah. to lower his shoulder and run through some people. I'm yep. sure, obviously, Coach Smith doesn't want to see him take as much hits, but you know what they what they can do on the offense and get it rolling. You know, we thought that this team uh, was going to be that all this year, and then obviously with with Smith not able to play the first 
uh, four games, five yeah. games. Uh, yep. It hurt them a little bit, but to see him come in and basically not miss a beat from from snap one is really cool to see. And yeah. you know, Sergeant Bluff holds the their their winning streak over Heelan again. And you know, winning that game, you go and now play a game against Carroll, and Heelan plays against Boyden Hall. Mm-hmm. Both winnable games for each of the two. You have the tiebreaker now over Heelan. Sergeant Buff can still make the playoffs, I believe. Yeah, it sounds that way. And, uh, you know, one thing, just when watching Tyler Smith, he puts so much pressure on that defensive secondary. They don't know whether to come up uh, in pursuit of him and run support or drop back because you can't let anything get behind you. And Tyler Smith is a good trigger man when he's on the move. Right. And, and, he, and he makes good decisions. And they do have some some good receivers there out there, they too. They do. Jake Hamilton had uh, a yeah. good game there. Yeah, I think uh, Scotty Kroll did did pretty well last night, too, as well. Yeah, athletes so. in space. And, yeah. you know, when, when that offense is working, you know, we've seen it throughout. doesn't matter who's in it, quarterback for Sergeant Bluff. When when it's moving in the right direction, Sergeant Bluff is, is pretty lethal on offense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as Mitch mentioned, Sergeant Bluff will travel and take on Carroll uh, next Friday, Bishop Helan is at Boyden Hole Rock Valley uh, next Friday night. Uh, next team we're going to hit on here is uh, Woodbury Central. What more can you say? Undefeated regular season as they roll over Missouri Valley 56-14. to And uh, now it's all about the postseason, Mitch. Yeah, and it's uh, – I mean, they've they've been impressive. We didn't think that this game was going to be um, very close. Uh, Missouri Valley has kind of been given – uh, teams uh, an extra bye week, and I say that as nicely as possible. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Woodbury Central comes out, handles business, wins 56 to 14, and I, there's just not enough good things to say about Woodbury Central. Like they, they've gone in, they they've handled the the schedule that they have, and you know the games that we thought, hey, this one could be a little bit more competitive than the last, they go out and show, hey, we're the best team um, that's going to play in in this class and this side of the state, and. You know, they lost some seniors last year, but still uh, got to the Dome. And I don't, I don't think their aspirations are to get to the Dome this year. Um, it's to win it Finish the job. for, for Moville. Yeah. And I think that this team has as good a shot as any team has ever had um, at Woodbury Central to go and do it for the Wildcats. And, yeah. you know, the, the way that the offense plays and gets it clicking, the defense can play so free because they know the hey, next possession our offense has. Yeah. We trust in our quarterback yeah. and our running backs and McGill and our quarterback in uh, in Clunder to be able to, to get us down the field and um, to be able to score at will. And then their defense plays more free. <clears throat> Granted, they get their st- themselves into plays where it's a make or break play where you get a pick or you give up a big play. But, you know, so far they've gotten the picks over uh, the mistakes and they've been able to, to really jump on some teams early. And that's been the key to this, their success this year. Yeah, it really has been. And credit Coach Bremer and his staff over there at Woodbury Central. Um, this this is an excellent high school football program, and they've got a great culture there with the younger kids. They bring them up. Uh, the upperclassmen work well with the underclassmen to help develop them, and uh, they just got a great thing going over there, and they're going to be a fun uh, postseason follow for us. Um, next game, uh, our guy, Bo DeRocher. I'm telling you, Mitch, Mitch was all over it. We do our first and ten player segment uh, prediction each Friday. And uh, Hinton wins 26-6 to over South O'Brien. And, uh, Mitch, tell me a little bit about Bo DeRocher. Bo DeRocher, the, the running back that is for these Hinton Blackhawks. 17 carries, 140 yards, and a touchdown. I thought two touchdowns. 
Um, yep. But, you know, he did have a catch uh, through the air, too, for about 20 yards. Mm -hmm. uh, just a great, great running back. And he runs behind a really talented offensive line that Hinton has. And, you know, we talk about this team, and, and I'm going to beat it like a dead horse. This team won two games last I year. I know. This, this is a great story right here is the success that uh, Hinton's had this year. And, uh, you know, you can't say enough about these seniors. And I know uh, Garrett Divis, uh, offensive, he's one of the offensive linemen that you're speaking of. I talked to him before the season started. And, uh, you know, the kid just wanted to win. He just wants to win. I'm sure he's been a big part of just willing them to victories. Um, you know, but uh, great, uh, great kid. An excellent uh, college prospect there, Mitch. And they're going to be fun to follow in the playoffs, too. So that's that's the neat thing about it is we cover enough teams that, you know, the ones that make the postseason, we can hone in on just the postseason. There's a lot of teams to follow during the season. So uh, we'll have more content postseason-wise uh, that folks can follow along with, and we'll tag each school on that. We will now take a break and let our sponsor identify themselves. Come on down and kick off your day with fresh brewed coffee and delicious breakfast items down at Hawk's Coffee Shop. Thanks, as always, to our sponsor, Hawk's Coffee Shop. Back here live at uh, Hawk's Coffee Shop. And, Marty, we're going to talk about a, a senior class that's played extremely well and, you know, really dominated on senior night out there in Haywarden. Yeah, this West Sioux team is – I mean, you could see it coming um, when these kids were sophomores that uh, they were going to have a huge impact on the program even back then, and they did. Now it's their turn, um, their senior year, and they flat hammered um, Sioux Central 68 to nothing last night. And, uh, you know, this offense has always been explosive, um, but you did a little research this morning and discovered a little uh, defensive prowess last night by West Sioux. Yeah, so we're looking at uh, pass, four pass attempts for Sioux Central for one yard. And uh, 32 rushing attempts for 26 yards. Now, if you can do some quick math, which isn't very hard, it's 27 total <laughs> offensive yards for Sioux Central. Um, I'll tell you a guy that had a lot more than 27 yards offensively. That's Carter Boltman. Yeah, the lightning bolt. The lightning bolt. Uh, 212 yards, four touchdowns in the win. And they just, I mean, they make teams that, shouldn't be in games, not in games very eminently fast. Yeah. And, you know, they open the play with a Wiggins to line out touchdown and Yeah, you first play of the game. After after that happens, you just if you're on the sidelines, you gotta be like, All right, strap in, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> yeah. We're about to see a show and, and right. they they do. They put on a show every single night and the just the game that they that they play, they play effortlessly on offense and it just seems like every single time they're able to get into a rhythm early, mm -hmm. it just never shuts off. And, and they yeah. can do no wrong running the ball, passing the ball. And it's a credit to those seniors. You know, they, they got to the championship game last year, uh, lost in a, in a heartbreaker. And they want nothing more than, especially for this town and this community that cares yeah. so much about their, um, the, about West Sioux to, to go in and, and really just play play hard for for the, the name on the front of the jersey. And they've done so, so far. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I when, when you get to the, the playoff implications and see who they host, because they will host right. their fair share of games. And, you know, we'll hopefully see them down in the, in the dome here coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. And uh, credit Coach Suisau just runs an excellent program and his assistance. And this team is just I, – I refer to Haywarden as football city because you're right. It's just 
very well supported by the community, um, the the administrations behind uh, the football team, and it just uh, creates a just an an awesome uh, playing atmosphere there over at West Sioux. So uh, continued success to them, and congratulations on a great regular season. And we'll be following them uh, into the postseason here. Um, next team that uh, I mean. Hey, undefeated's undefeated. You done good, uh, Mitch. Elk Point Jefferson twenty-eight, and then Bridgewater Emory fourteen. As uh, Elk Point Jefferson completes a undefeated regular season. Yeah, and this is the first time that we saw a team, and there's a lot of uh, you know mutual respect between both coaches uh, from both respected schools. This is the first time we saw a competitive and probably played a yeah. four quarter game or four quarter game for Elk Point Jefferson which you know it's is, good. is good for them yeah. uh, going into playoff time and obviously all these seniors wanted to, to shut out or hold opponents to um, not scoring a lot but I mean I think the grand total was 27 points on the year gave up six their first game seven right. in the second game time they scored and then 14 in this one so throughout the season I mean averaging Probably three five, and a half yeah, points yeah, a game. four points yeah. a game yeah. uh, scored against. That's 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 really impressive, especially with how this offense goes. And they did th uh, release the brackets um, here, and Oak Point Jefferson will take on uh, Rapid City Christian as a three seed. Mm. Um, Aberdeen Ron Collie gets the two seed, and then obviously the the head honcho and winner gets the number one overall seed. But you know, there's a there's a some teams in here that can make some some head noise. You know, there's a lot of seven and one teams that have uh, a chance to make some noise. And then we have uh, three undefeateds yeah. in, in this class to, to make it to, uh, to the Dome to play for, for a state title. And, you know, I think that, that bracket's going to be one of the more interesting ones just because there are um, on the, the top four teams or so mm -hmm. uh, in that, uh, that bracket are just so good. And yeah. they haven't really been tested too much this right. year. And, and when they have uh, gone up against a team to their, their same caliber, they've handled business pretty effortlessly. So it'll be a, an exciting uh, you know, next couple of weeks for uh, EPJ. And, you know, obviously they want to come home with some hardware and then um, they're, they're going to do everything they can to make sure they do so. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, another team over in that area that's had a very fine uh, season is uh, Dakota Valley under uh, Coach Vandenhall. Um, they dropped one last night. Um, I'll let, tough. let you give the details on that. Tough, tough Beersford team to uh, come in uh, into the game at five and one. Does Beersford um, as uh, or five and two, and uh, Dakota Valley in at six and one, and they lose a, a heartbreaker, twenty-two to twenty. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, Beersford has Lakota Tech, which we saw Dakota Valley dismantle yep. um, last week, and then. DV takes on a Del Rapids team on, on, I believe, next Thursday, which we'll have the coverage for on Metro Sports Television as well. Good. Uh, senior night there at DV, and you know it's seven and two is a is a great turnaround, especially with a team I believe that won only one or two games last year. Right. Uh, for for them to be able to turn it around and, and play and execute four quarters of football, um, and then you know you're going to look back at those two losses, man, against Sioux mm -hmm. Falls Christian. I think they could have played a couple more downs. Yeah. Um, in their favor, and they come out with a win. And it may have been a win. And this yeah. one, I mean, it's not. It's a field goal difference is a win for you. Mm -hmm. So, I, uh, you know, nothing to to hang your head about. No, they're going to get a good seating, and I believe they'll, they'll probably at least host at least one playoff game. And you know, we'll see how it goes. And they have a chance if they play and put their cards right and get a good draw, that this team could play and advance farther into uh, 
the playoffs than, than a lot of people think too. So no, don't ever count out the, the Panthers of Dakota Valley. Yeah, no, not at all. Very good team there. And they've been a fun follow all season long. Um, and then uh, Remsen uh, over our way again, uh, back at it, lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, 61 to six winners last night. And uh, I'll let you um, give some information on that. Yeah, the, the senior class is, is unbelievable. 31 straight, straight. in in uh, in conference. And, you know, a team are just in their, their high school careers, really. And uh, for, for this senior class, it's they were they were bound and determined to, to make some noise last year. And they they handled their business and uh, just the the overall team that we we see from Remsen is another one like we talk about West Sioux where it's every year no matter what sport it is that are good and they're loaded in every sport whether it's basketball wrestling football baseball anything yeah. doesn't matter yeah and and for a senior group to not lose a game in the regular season from freshman to senior year that's that's extremely impressive and you know they they put a little bit of a route on yeah. on their their uh senior night and you know i think it's uh it's a credit to all those kids and you know, we, we talk about it if they a lot of those kids too did play as freshmen so even right. their their pop warner and their their younger leagues and mm-hmm. uh what they're doing in in the middle school ranks mm-hmm. or when they're playing the sixth seventh and eighth grade and building guys up to the, that way they're ready to play freshman freshman year for, for Win, a winning, that's winning, not that yeah, big. Winning can become contagious. And like you mentioned, they've seen it in all the different programs, athletic programs uh, there at Rems and St. Mary's. So good job out of them. And uh, we'll continue to cover their uh, postseason march. And uh, we're going to wrap up with uh, what, one team that I've been really impressed with this year is the Galen Jays. Uh, Mitch, they, they've really played well. Um, it's a very well-coached team, and uh, they got some weapons. Yeah, Galen, and we'll actually I'll, I'll jump across uh, to a team that plays also in the Mars. The Bulldogs picking up an impressive yeah, win against nice. Spencer, ninth-rate yeah. Spencer. Um, they uh, now five and three. They go to Fort Dodge to finish out their regular season. Try to get to six and three, and, and they'll have a good, decent playoff push as well um, for for Lamar's. But yeah, we talk about Galen, and uh, man, we watched the Jays team play against. Uh, Lawton Bronson, and they could do no wrong running the no, football, yeah. and, and they had a good, couple good passes. But they're now, uh, after their 44 to 14 win over Alta Aurelia, improved to 71 on the season, um, and it's one of the better seasons that they've had. Um, seven wins since I think 2017 was the last time they had yeah, seven wins. I believe you're right. And, uh, you know, and, and this is traditionally, it, it's an excellent program. Yes. You know, they've had a lot of success. So. And, and, and Cale Peterson had himself, uh, Cale Pearson had himself a game last night, 26 carries for 222 yards and three touchdowns. And then uh, the Jays will host a playoff game for the first time since 2011. I was still in high school. That's awesome. Uh, so, so credit to, to that team. And, you know, they were – they're playing some some good football, and, and they're a team too that we talked about, like a West Sioux, um, that they have a, also a good culture there. But their offense, um, obviously, their their first motion is to run the ball, but mm-hmm. they can air the ball out, and they got a lot yeah. of weapons. The, all the Bonderson way kid is just, he's unbelievable. Yeah, they're they're gonna make a lot of noise in the playoffs, and yeah. that, that's a team that I think you know is not on a lot of people's radars. That that they're fine with you you taking a nap on them because mm-hmm. they'll sneak up on you and they'll run the ball down in your throat for three quarters and all of a sudden it's a close game and the play action pass comes in and all of a sudden a Bonderson's wide open yeah. 30 yards Behind down the field. Secondary, and, yeah. 
and they find themselves in the lead. So that's a, the, I, they're a team that I've been extremely impressed with every single week. They continue to impress me, uh, and they're, they're continuing to, to get better. And mm -hmm. it's, it's just going to keep going in the right direction for them. And, you know, they want to make their, their run down to the Dome as well. So we'll see if they're able to do that too. Sounds good. Well, that's a wrap for week eight. Um, we'll be back at you Wednesday night with our normal uh, weekly podcast and start to preview uh, the final week of the season for some folks and then others uh, playoff uh Football is right around the corner here. so We'll have all that on Twitter, yep, too, as soon we'll as we figure it out. This, yep, good point that Mitch made. We'll put it on our Twitter accounts um, as soon as that information becomes available uh, to us about postseason play, location, um, schedule, etc. So uh, thanks to Hawks Coffee Shop for uh, supporting us uh, for our weekend podcast, and we'll look forward to talking to you folks Wednesday.